You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. Listen to The Daily Show Ears Edition on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Martha Stewart, and we're back with a new season of my podcast. This season will be even more revealing and more personal, with more entrepreneurs, more live events, and more questions from you. I'm talking to my cosmetic dermatologist, Dr. Dan Belkin, about the secrets behind my skincare. Encore Jane about creating a billion-dollar startup. Walter Isaacson about the geniuses who change the world. Listen and subscribe to the Martha Stewart Podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. This is Suckers. I'm Kaylin Bell. I'm Dean Bell. And I'm Jared Haven. An iHeartRadio podcast. Hey, everybody. Welcome to an all-new episode of Suckers. It's going to take some time to get used to, but I do love the name, so I'm very proud of that. Uh, This week's episode is going to be a little bit different. We're still doing our group chat, which is what this podcast is right now. However, there's not the group. It's me, myself, and and Ashley and Ashley due to popular demand you guys all wanted me back obviously was it due to popular demand <laughs> probably not of course it's due to popular no. demand no no so we uh Dean and Kaylin are traveling right now where so are they traveling they're I don't know they're I can't keep track with them they're either moving they're traveling they're they're just living where, the dream. You don't know where in the world they are? I've forgotten, honestly. Okay, hold on. Let me look at that, Instagram. Please. First of all, no, is that with, really... With them, of course, that's not a problem. Yeah, they yeah. could be in Tanzania. They could be in Idaho. They could be in Aspen. they do so many flights on their body, you know? Because I have flown like every five days for the past couple weeks. I think every five days for the past like three weeks I've had a flight. It just is the worst. Yeah, I did a rant on. I know you said that flight attendants are just—they don't get enough credit. They don't. They do not. I don't know how they do it. I don't know how. I don't know how they do it either. So if you're listening to your flight attendant, you're uh, you're doing the Lord's work. I'll tell you that much because I have worked in restaurants all my life. So I've served and bartended, and you know, obviously now barista and owning. So I serve people all my life, and the idea of doing that job, except thirty thousand feet in the air in a tin can with turbulence and just people who are grouchy, that's it's just it's crazy. But I found out where they are. They're in Melbourne. So like they're just casually in Australia. Like how do they do it? That makes sense. I remember that now. They oh, are okay. in Australia. Do they like not to be a snot, but like to go to Australia? That's a, a hike. I have no desire to ever go without the lie down. 
That's what I told him too, but it's yeah. probably, I mean, you give, what, $10,000? You yeah. can't afford well, that. Okay, so when I went for Stars on Mars, you guys, I guess I won't tell you how much Fox spent on the literal 48 hour before takeoff trip. Because she got booted off in one day. No, 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 because they, they casted me 48 hours before going there. So they had to book my flight. Oh, you're talking about, I thought you meant hours. how much money oh, no, they spent on a flight no, of no, no, you no, just no. being on the show for a day. No. So I saw how much they spent on that flight for the first class, business class, first class, whatever. There's a pod. I and can't imagine. Out, I mean, I'm not going to say it, but it's out of this world. I wonder how much it is if you book like six months in advance. I just would have no desire to... I just couldn't do it. Like, I don't think like the destination would be, it couldn't be good enough for me to go anywhere and have to sit up like that for, it was really, it was 20 hours with all the flights combined. Is there a place that I know for you, there's no place in this world that you would ever go to for that. Yes, there is. There's one home, Rhode Island. Okay. There's two. There's another place. In this world, we just came from it. You wouldn't. You wouldn't. No, like I know you wouldn't. You're doing this to make a full circle moment. No, I'm, I would. You don't think I would get on a 20 hour plane to go to Disney? No, I because disagree. it's just not that great. Listen, <laughs> Disney is great. There's no no. Well, whatever. You, anyway, actually, Jared, I was with you the past four days. Yeah. You do not love it that much. Now, if it was like Tom Brady's, if it was a Super Bowl, a Tom Brady Super Bowl, and he was guaranteed to win it, that's one thing. Even if he wasn't guaranteed to win it. That's your Disney World. Yeah, I don't know. I think I'd still travel that far for Disney World if I could. Anyway, we just got back from Disney World um, as we were recording this podcast. Uh, We went, we had a, Trip planned for a little while. This is the first time taking Dawson to Disney. He's still a little bit young, so we were on the fence. But I love just being in Orlando. I love going to Disney. So I really wanted to take him there so badly, even if he was a little bit younger. And my cousin was going with her two girls for five and eight. And then if they they were going to go, and then my sister was debating going, bringing her daughter. So once I decided that we were going to go and go at the same time frame that Sarah was going, Shannon decided to bring her, said, okay, we'll go as well. So it became like a big family trip. And then my parents wanted to come. So it was really nice. It was very nice. We could tell the long story of that, but nobody cares. Um, so do you want to explain how it was taking a two-year-old to Disney? I didn't think it was that bad. It was more... I think most two-year-olds would probably love it and would be great there, especially at a time that we went in January. Mm-hmm. It's nice and cool, so you don't have like just the stress of the heat. It was like 68, I'd want to say, like most days, 68 to 72, somewhere in there. It was really, really pleasant. Weather was perfect. Our kid just happens to be one that is a fuss face and just highly emotional, Got grouchy a lot, got squirmy a lot, but I think that most of the two year olds were having a pretty good time, and he had a good time in spots. He had a good time in spots as well. I think so. We left Saturday, 
and then we got to the hotel. We stayed. We stayed at a hotel near the airport on Saturday. And then we went to our hotel that we were staying at on Four Sunday.、Seasons. We stayed at the Four Seasons.、Um, so, which was the best to me. My favorite part of the trip. It was, it was my favorite part of the trip too. Really? Okay. It's the freaking Four Seasons at Disney. Yeah. It's obviously awesome. Yeah, it's just it's awesome. It's There's、really、no other way to describe just, it. Yeah, luxury. It, it's the best. So checked in on Sunday, and then we went to the parks Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then left Thursday, which was our first mistake. I knew it going in. I wanted to do two parks, but it was hard to navigate whether because we couldn't really get a park hopper. So we just decided we were going to do three days of parks. Yeah, if we had a park hopper. And we did two days. That would have really worked.、Mm-hmm. I didn't think about even the option of the park hopper because to me, Epcot was too long. I was like, "There's not enough for us to do here、yep. with him." And the the problem was that it's tough because with a two year old, you can't go on the rides. So you either do the parent swap, or like it was just tough navigating exactly. Like, okay, I'll go on this ride, or you watch him here, and then. Ashley couldn't do a lot, and then it was just like a whole thing. So, but I love being at Disney. Surprisingly, you know what park I least like being at the most? You didn't like Magic Kingdom. Oh, I love Magic、oh. Kingdom, but it's definitely my least favorite now as an adult.、But、that was my favorite of the week because Dawson liked the rides there the most. Which makes sense.、Mm-hmm. I enjoyed that time. If you want to know, he liked the magic carpet because Aladdin is all he cares about. Yeah. And you know, people say, you know, like I had to take him to see like that. Do I need to take my two year old to see like that light in their eyes? Right. Well, he only had light in his eyes when he saw Aladdin things.、Yep. So it's like if you're out there debating, it's like if your kid is obsessed with some Disney movies. That's what it'll be at the age of two. Like、mm-hmm. they're really gonna only get excited about like their thing.、Um, so he liked the Disney. He liked the Aladdin carpet ride. He liked the Little Mermaid, and then he liked it's a small world, which was hilarious because every time the boat would go into a new room, he was like, "Whoa, whoa!" And I was like, "This does it for you, kid. This one, which I can't even believe they haven't retired that ride yet." Uh, obviously not, because kids love it.、Yeah. As our two-year-old loved it so much. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson. Because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining. Dawson's tushy now, and it makes me smile. Now, Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies' curves, and helps provide up to twelve-hour protection against leaks. So, make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now. We got you, baby. Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other, as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. 
featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. The all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted, so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? Yes. This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. It makes me sad because I hope everybody enjoyed the trip. It was definitely stressful at times. We brought our kids. This trip. Um, For our kid is the crazy one. So we have the crazy kid. And then our niece is like legitimately like just so quiet and subdued. Like even when she's upset, you can barely hear her. And Dawson, you can hear him the ride over. Yeah, it's crazy how my niece, when I... Was hearing her cry, <laughs> and it's so silent. Yeah, I'm like, she, is like, she crying? She cries like an adult. Yeah, she's she great. She has streams she, of tears, but like she doesn't make sound. She did have a little sleep issue though, a couple yeah, nights, did, which yeah. which was an issue because then of course my sister and her brother, or my brother in law, her husband, didn't sleep two nights. Like only got like four hours. Yeah, after going was, to a park all day, that so that caused stress. At a hotel on her first time on a plane. It was her first time on a plane, which is pretty cool to experience that with them. Um, she wasn't phased. You would never know it was her first time. No, no idea what the <laughs> hell was going on. Um, but um, I don't know. I love going to Disney. I love going to Orlando. It makes me sad, though, because I want, especially on a Disney trip, you spend so much money, and there is a lot of pressure to make sure that everything is going as best as possible. It's the most magical place on earth. Like You want it to be just perfect, right? You know, my parents came, my sister came. I wanted to make sure everything was perfect and it wasn't, what which makes mean? me sad. There was nothing you could have done. The only thing we could have done that is that we could have just stayed another day at the hotel and enjoyed the amenities there. That's the only thing. I don't even know what you're talking about. Like, what else could you possibly have done? I don't know. I feel like Clark Griswold, where it's like, you know, I just want it to be the, the perfect family vacation. And so Literally, I think it was a really good knows vacation. There's no such thing as that. Yes, there is. Especially um, not at Disney with kids. Like everybody warns you. I know everybody does warn you, but at the same time, there's so much to Disney that 
I wish, I wish I could explore more. Like, what didn't you do? Like, no, no, it's not that I didn't do. I wish you're going to hate me for saying this. And of course, I'm not going to become that person. But like, even I wish we could kind of go more. And you wish you want to go more? Of course, I want to go more because I feel like we'd get. We did everything there was to do. And there's nothing that I'm dying to do again soon. (laughs) No, I know, I know. That's where we differ. It's kind of like the. You know, Disney just means so much to me in that part of the world, Orlando as a whole. No, but I just, I, Jared and I like, agree on this, but we, we agree on this. So as of fifth grade, when I went, so I went to, I, he went to Disney way more than I did. I can remember like the chapters of my life. Like when I was four or five, I went. Then when I was in fifth grade, I went. And then in 10th grade, and then when I was 22, Two or twenty-three, and then this time. So I discovered when I was in fifth grade that I was way more of a universal person. Okay, and listen. Jared and I were both we both agree on this, but I like never had full nostalgia towards Disney because like on that fifth grade trip, my family and I we went to Disney and we went to Orlando or Universal, and we were just like, wait a second. This place is way cooler. Yeah. As an adult, of course, I would rather go to Universal. As an adult. Like right now, if it was like, hey, you and I are going to go somewhere, we can either go to Disney or Universal, just the two of us as adults. I'd rather go to Universal because there's just way more rides for us. And I love the idea of. Even as a fifth grader, I felt like it was just like. I'm not talking about being a fifth grader. I'm talking about right now. Okay. But my point being is that I also love Universal so much because I love the idea of being a part of the movies. Because once we're yeah. in Universal, it's it's like you're it's in a, a movie set and yeah. the lot and the rides. You're supposed to be like in the movie. I love that so much. I just feel like those rides are so much more immersive. Yeah, well, Disney has certain rides like that. Guardians of the Galaxy being one of them. Tron being one of them now. Tower of Terror being one of oh, them. Yeah, Aerosmith. I didn't go on some of those, but... I know, so... Tower of Terror, I've always... Love for the experience factor, yeah, and the creativity and all that. Of course, but Universal, I agree, has way more rides like that yeah. because these rides are um, catered to adults, yeah. where Disney is much more catered to either families or kids, which is much different. Yeah. Um, but for me, Disney, there is a nostalgic factor for yeah. me when I see you know the Disney logo come up and this. Tinkerbell go over the top of it and the castles in the background. And like, there is something very magical to me about the Disney brand, the Disney name. And so being there and being in Hollywood studios and seeing Tower of Terror from, you know, when you're driving in or seeing the Epcot ball and the fireworks. And listen, I don't want to be one of those people. It's exactly the way that I feel when I see a freaking cruise ship. Exactly. It is exactly the same because Jared's childhood vacation was Orlando. And my childhood vacation was going on cruises. So I get giddy about a Royal Caribbean ship the way that you get about this. And so when we compare it directly, I understand. Yes. So, you know, I listen, I don't want to be one of these people. There was a parade. We were at Magic Kingdom. I wanted to get a coffee. We went to the front and it was the worst timing ever because the parade was going on. And the thing, the entire main street of Magic Kingdom was just crazy packed and it was ridiculous. And then I'm not joking. There was a song playing about Mickey Mouse and there were adults chanting M-I-C-K-E-Y, Mickey Mouse. And I was like, well, 
you're psychotic. Yeah. Well, the, um, the, my moment this is a cult. Like the adult wear Disney, the adult, the Disneyers, whatever you want to call them. I saw these two ladies literally talking to Woody and his girlfriend. What's Woody's girlfriend's name? Oh, um, oh my God. Continue, finish it was your thought. like they were like pouring their hearts out to him. And it's like, you know, that is just a cast member in an outfit. <laughs> I know you. that I did see an adult like freak out when they were meeting. It might have been Woody. I can't remember, but I was like, and then because you can, you have your little pad and the yeah, characters can sign for autographs. I understand that for children. Of course. It's very strange for adults. It was an adult and she was freaking out. And I was like, this is wacky. But then I started thinking, actually, because I saw the same thing you did, where I, I freak was out. Joking with Max and Maxie? No, no, I didn't mean that. Because they're faking out over a fictional character, right? Like well, it's the, like me, I guess, watching like Twilight, but like. Well, my point was like, I, I guess I freak out. I'm trying to think of no. someone. Like I'd fr- I, I'd freak out if I saw no, Keanu Reeves. No, no, but totally different. Well, a, Keanu also a plays fix fictional for- characters. Like I love John Wick. I love Jack yeah, Travin. You know, you can't go like Shane you, Falco. Yeah, but Jared, if you were to see Keanu out there, you wouldn't be like, oh my god, there's Shane Falco. I would 100 percent say there's Shane Falco, <laughs> the second best quarterback to ever play f- the yes, game of football yes, behind Tom Brady. In, in funniness. But like, yeah. you know, like that's what's weird. Like this is just, there's this nobody in there. There's just a costume. I know. You can literally go talk to a stuffed animal and it'd be the exact same thing. Fair point. Yeah. I mean, yeah. and plus like uh, the guy underneath Woody is probably, you know, smoking and just, you know, half in the bag. Um, but um, but it was cool uh, bringing Dawson uh, even though he was fussy for a majority of the time, um, <laughs> you know I like two-year-olds still fuss like him. Like he fusses yes. like a baby. Well, I think if you have a fussy kid, most fussy kids like, fuss like Dawson. Does, if that makes sense, stop being fussy. I mean, they say the terrible twos, I and know. this was this week was like a. A glimpse into the terrible twos. Yeah, I thought with the squirms. Yeah, he does the thing where like you're holding him. He's in his squirm. Yeah, he's just like dead weight, and then he like throws his head back, and it's just like oh. And the amount of the the mamas this week. I mean, I love it, but I don't love it. It's like I love how much he loves me. It's unbelievable. Yeah, but it's also just like holy shit, kid. Because <laughs> you guys, if he's not literally like holding my hand. It's a it's a mama freak out. Yeah, it makes me. Jared doesn't. Jared feels bad about it. I just feel sad about it. It's not that I understand. I I know that Dawson loves me so much. I I do. I can tell by the way he interacts with me, or he asks for dad dad, or he, he always, sees me. He always asks for you. But and when we're alone, if it's me and him, he loves me so much. But when it's the three of us, it's all about mom. And then to the point where I was in the airport and he was doing his freak out screaming mama at the top of his lungs. And I was like, I was literally like next to him, just not the one holding him. So then I said, listen, I'm going to take him away. I'll go to Starbucks to get a coffee and food. You stay here. So I left. And then I figured once he was away from Ashley, we'd be all right. This kid was screaming in the line, screaming mama. I mean, people were looking at me, and I honestly believe that they thought I kidnapped the kid. No. Because I'm like, dude, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And then 
it's just like so weird. Like if you were out in public and a guy was with a kid and the kid was screaming for mama, wouldn't you be like, wait a minute, who's this guy? And I'm like, it's okay, buddy. It's okay. Relax. Just relax. Mama's right over there. It's like, this is just so awkward. It makes me sad because it makes me feel like I can't do anything because all he wants is you. And I can't, there's like, it's just, there's very little I can do in moments like that, which is so frustrating as a parent, as a dad, because as a dad, I want to be able to find ways to, you know, calm him down. I also want you to be able to find ways. <laughs> I know. For so. my own sake. No, 100%. Like, you know. And we go, like, uh, people are probably listening to this saying, you guys should do more things just the two of you I do a lot you do have done a lot especially recently yeah I do a lot with him because I've been trying to ensure that there's bonding time and special moments between the two of us because I want him to rely on me and it just and it, I mean it's great they're amazing in the moment it's amazing and he's like obsessed with data he's not thinking about me like Jared had just before recording this he was like you can like go lie in the like our bedroom and just like watch TV for a few hours and relax, and I'll take care of him. And like once, when our bedroom doors close, and I'm just hanging out in there, he like doesn't think about. I don't know if he's thinking about me, but it was like two and a half hours. He didn't see me, and he, he I didn't hear him say "mama" once, and he was he wasn't crying or fussing or anything. Yeah, when he looks at me, and he's just like "mama," and I'm like "mama's coming back," but uh, but like it's when he is around you, or if he sees you leave, it's so ridiculous, so stupid. I mean, it's great. Obviously, it's great. It's wonderful. He's healthy. And plus, like, I under also, I'm very aware that in a couple of years, when I think Dawson's going to start playing sports, he seems to love sports. Sports have been a big part of my life. Uh, I have bonded with my dad over that. So, of course, I want Dawson to do whatever he wants, but uh, I would, I hope that he likes sports because I feel like him and I will have a bond over that. Yeah. Uh, that you know, you won't have, which makes me happy just for the fact that I'll be able to have those moments with them where I'm coaching him in little league or we're watching, you know, I can bring him to Fenway park or, you know, things of that nature where like, we really kind of, uh, have that between the two of us. So anyway. Yeah. So sweet. This episode is brought to you by Huggies Little Movers. Now listen, Huggies knows that babies come in all shapes and sizes, and so do their tushies. That's right, their little tushies, all shapes, all sizes, especially when they start really moving. We have discovered this recently with Dawson because he doesn't stop running. Now, with Huggies Little Movers, you get our best-fitting diaper with its curved and stretchy fit. That's right. So no matter what kind of mover you've got, they'll feel protected and comfy while their little tushy wiggles and jiggles all around. I'm just imagining... Dawson's tushy now and it makes me smile now Huggies Little Movers has curves designed to fit all babies curves and helps provide up to 12 hour protection against leaks so make the switch to Huggies Little Movers right now we got you baby witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury with a reveal unlike any other as Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury the premiere of the all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80. Join us March 20th live from the edge at Hudson Yards in New York City, featuring an unforgettable performance by Grammy and Academy Award-winning singer, songwriter, and composer, John Batiste. 
the all-new Infiniti QX80 is unlike any luxury SUV you've ever seen. Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. I don't understand what the big fat ones are. You don't put those inside of you, do you? I mean, you do? This is a show about women. Okay, so I just reapply my lip gloss after eating a delicious lunch. We are headed back now to European political systems class at Baruch College. Woo! Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly veiled aspirational nightmare. That's it. That's actually the name of the show. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. It's like reality TV on the radio. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. And looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. <laughs> Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Disney was great. I loved it. We're going to post a lot more uh, on our social media channels. Am I old for saying that? <laughs> really? Just my Instagram? Really just Instagram for us. You know, we don't really excel at the others. But listen, there have been a lot of people who've asked me like to do videos on like the what to do with your toddler at Disney or like recommendations for traveling with your kid to Disney. And I think we should do that. Uh, what would be your what would be your top tip now? Just off the top of your head. Uh, just be as prepared as well, no, possible. No, I need more detail than that. I know. My point being is uh, try to figure out if there's if you have the ability to get a nap in there for them. Um, think about that beforehand. Which I thought we were going to do, but we didn't do. I would get to the park early. I mean, Ashley is not an early bird. Uh, Dawson is not an early bird. But getting to the parks early... I find is much better because the, but we didn't as, get there late. We got there like ten thirty each day. No, and it wasn't bad. But I I noticed as the hours went by, the park got more crowded. It wasn't like there was this big surge and then the park started dying out at night. I noticed that like two o'clock, three o'clock, four o'clock, five o'clock. It was yeah. like only getting busier, yeah. and the the wait times were only going up. And I was like, oh, okay, so maybe it is. It would be nice to like get in, you know, have a great day, and then it's like, oh, four o'clock, we get out of here because we did everything. And it was such a great day, um, and then we can like go back and just do whatever we want. Um, so that would be to be prepared. You know, obviously bring diapers. Just I would anticipate your kid having a meltdown, so bring whatever you need to bring to help alleviate <laughs> get that. The bubble machine. Hilariously, yeah. I made fun of Jared for buying the first thing that he possibly could buy when we were at Disney Springs. It was a bubble machine. And I'm like, Jared, like, what? You're just going to drop $25 like that quickly on like the whatever. But that was a really stupid thing for me to say because it was one of Dawson's favorite parts of the trip. It wasn't 
one of it was probably Dawson's favorite part of the trip. <laughs> Bob balls, Bob balls, Bob balls. He loved that thing. And it got him distracted in moments of fuss. And then obviously I'd say that what you did when you got the hang of it with the Disney app and the Genie Plus and the Lightning Lane, like the Lightning Lane is a must. I yeah. can't imagine sitting in lines longer than 20 minutes for him. And with the Lightning Lane, I don't think we spent I don't think we waited more than 10, 15 minutes to get on a ride, right? No. Genie Plus and Lightning Lane was definitely a way to go. I mean, listen, it cost more money. How much more money was it? Uh, it was roughly about $15 per person. $15 per person? Uh, maybe a little bit first, more. For the 20 first, bucks? For the first time, I could say, that actually seems like a Disney steal. So maybe I'll look again. I thought it was like 20 bucks. I know the Lightning Lanes are about 15, 20 bucks, and that's expensive because you're only paying for one ride. So you're paying an extra 15, 20 dollars oh, just to get the on the Lightning ride. Lanes were? So there's a difference between Disney Plus and Lightning Lanes. Oh, you mean the Disney Genie Plus? Whatever it is. Oh, so whenever we were going in Lightning Lanes, you were paying like 15 dollars a ride per person? Yeah. Oh, what? Yeah. You guys, okay, so totally to get what I just said about a bargain. Well, the Genie Plus is a bargain. But what does the Genie Plus even get you? That gets us. That's the one where I'm like, hey, I reserved time for 4:30. Oh, really? the Lightning Lanes was but you could. We would always go through the Lightning. I know. It's all. It's very. It's very complicated, weird. right? You have to study up on this. Just listen. Get yourself a Disney handbook. Read every page. Write a five-page paper on it, and then you'll be good to go. I told Jared I was turning my brain off for the weekend. Like that was like all him. It was on me, I, but it was I, fine. I booked the Four Seasons, the best part of the trip. <laughs> and then everything else was on him. You did a great job. Well, thank you so much. Well, that's going to do it for this week's episode of Suckers. We'll be back next week to talk more about Disney. Make sure you listen to my solo podcast, uh, which will probably be about being a Disney dad, which I, I enjoy. Gonna do a, you're going to do a solo podcast? You're going to talk to yourself? I have already done this. How do, and I talk to myself. How do you do that? I'm so bad at it. I even talked about on the podcast about how you have a video of me where my lips are moving, talking yeah. to myself. Yeah. You and Ben, you can do that. Yeah, we got this. All right, guys, make sure you tune in next week where hopefully we suck just a little bit less. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. You don't put those inside of you, do you? This is a show about women. I mean, you do? Finally, a show about women that isn't just a thinly-veiled aspirational nightmare. It's not hosted, not narrated. We're just dropping into a woman's world. I found out when my dad was gay when I was 10. We were in a convertible on the 405 freeway, listening to the B-52s. Looking back, I should have said, this is gay. This is already all gay. (laughs) Listen to Finally a Show on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. John Stewart is back in the host chair at The Daily Show, which means he's also back in our ears on The Daily Show Ears Edition podcast. Join late-night legend John Stewart and the best news team for today's biggest headlines, exclusive extended interviews, and more. Now this is a second term we can all get behind. 
Listen to The Daily Show, Ears Edition, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.